It's blazing hot outside. And I'm trying to figure out to myself, why am I already thinking about my fall garden and how am I going to plan it? Well, we're going to help you figure that out today, too, because we're going to help each other figure it out. (laughs) To have a good harvest, one must plant good seeds and must also use the right kind of fertilizer. The carrots have grown large and firm. How good they will taste. Welcome to the Backyard Gardens podcast, where we talk about all things gardening and give the information out for you to be successful in your garden, whether it's your first or your last. We are your hosts, Ben, the backyard gardener, and Batavia, the front yard gardener. One in the country. One in the city. And this podcast is a companion podcast to the upcoming documentary, Backyard Gardens, a documentary about two families growing food for the first time in a world that lacks nutrition. All right, Batavia, are you ready to talk about fall gardening in july yes i'm ready to talk about fall gardening in july for those that are listening and not watching i have box number 28 with uh fall seeds in it i am ready let's go let's do this (laughs) so i have so first of all i want to say as of right now the podcast collectively has an instagram feed Mm -hmm called Backyard Gardens Pod, because, you know, everybody's got a backyard gardens. And we're going to be putting clips of the show, weekly tips, and all kinds of fun stuff, listener pictures of their gardens and everything. So hit us up on that. Give us a like. Give us a follow. And if you want to show in your pictures, you can either DM us at Backyard Gardens Pod, or you can use the hashtag BYG Podcast. And we'll find it and we'll put people's store in our stories and all kinds of stuff. So yeah. uh, just a nice community place where Batavia and I can be together and a- answer questions together and everybody can be all in on the podcast. So I'm excited about it. Yeah. Oh, and the YouTube channel. Ah, yeah. So that's going to be a place where you can find this and it's going to be. Backyard Gardens. <laughs> Who knew it was available? So, yeah, check us out on YouTube on Backyard Gardens. All of these um, full episodes will be posted on there and we'll have clips and all that good mm-hmm. stuff. So, um, yeah. And one, can I say one more thing? Is it we're going prime time, baby? No? No, okay, I right. want to make a public service announcement. Okay, yeah, do a PSA. So I had a, I had a situation yesterday. Okay. I got dehydrated in my garden. Oh, no. And had like a crazy migraine all afternoon as Batavia takes a sip of her mm-hmm, water. Mm-hmm. That was unplanned. <laughs> but, um, you know, when you guys are out there, just make sure that you're drinking water and you're staying cool and, you know, work yeah. around the times of day that you can. Yeah. So, And it could come yeah. on. It happens. Go ahead. I was just saying, it could come on without you kind of being aware of it. You just sometimes don't realize how yeah. much you sweat. And in some instances, that could happen when you're not sweating at all. So, yeah, yeah, definitely be safe out there. Yeah, that's the thing about gardening is it's safe. It seems like it's a safe thing, but actually, it's kind of a little slice of hell if you <laughs> think about it. Like you're out there in the middle of summer burning up. Yeah, it's uh, working. it's not... In most cases, it's not strenuous, if you will. So you don't feel like, you know, you're burning a ton of calories and, you know, you're not heave hoeing a lot. But 
Um, that's a lot of concentrated heat on you, depending on what time of day mm-hmm. you're out there. So, because um, where are our gardens? They're right in the yeah, sun. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're fortunate, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope it is in the middle of the sun, at least for six to eight hours. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, you're feeling better then. But um, yeah, I'm feeling good, better. Good. You know, I drank a couple gallons of water. Well, not a couple. I drank like half a gallon of water mm-hmm. and bounce back you know it happens every so often because i mean sometimes the heat just kind of catches up to you you know what i mean and i didn't even realize it but see this is the first year that i've gone totally bald oh okay and you know what there's a reason why people have hair oh yeah yeah it it keeps the sweat from coming down and i was pouring sweat and i was like i don't know what's going on i think it's an issue and then like an hour later Mm -hmm. It kind of caught up to me and I was in the house at this point, but still. Well, you know what? And, uh, you mentioned it, it, that. So I um, my garden uniform always has it's a bandana and um, it's a part of my garden uniform. And I don't know what I was doing. This was either yesterday or the day before, probably the day before. Um, and I was outside, done my kind of garden chores in the morning. And then I wanted to go out to do one more thing. So I'd already taken my sweaty bandana off. I wasn't going to put on put it back on. I wasn't going to put on a new one. Um, and so I went back outside. Oh, I was planting just the last few flowers and I was st- like, sweat was rolling off into everything that you can imagine. Yeah. And I didn't realize other than to come back into the house, how hot I was. Obviously the sweat was an indicator, but you know how like your yeah. face feels flushed. You get, when I get back into the house where it wasn't, you know, kind of baking, um, I realized like, I was really, really hot. Um, so I yeah. actually take for sure. I take, you know, garden breaks, water breaks, you know, come in and get a glass of water, kind of get some cool air on you. And I also use it as a time to say, well, you know, maybe I need to pick this up a little bit later, you know, because once you're going in, yeah. once you're in out there in it, yeah, you know, sometimes you lose track of time and you don't realize, oh, that sun's moved a bit and got just a bit hotter. Yeah. So. And it's hard to come in and out of it too, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. constantly. And, and and I will say this: like, please, please, for the love of God, don't drink Gatorade to try and hydrate yourself. Please, <laughs> I, I I promise you, it's hurting you. Yeah. It's the sugar in it is not for you. Yeah. Yes, you see football players doing it, but they're burning an abnormal amount of calories, and they need the sugar to for their blood to give oxygen mm-hmm, and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Please don't drink Gatorade. Yeah. Drink water or drink something else with electrolytes in it, but don't drink that, okay? Yeah. So that being said, fall. (laughs) Are you looking forward to it, first of all, or Um, do you feel bad about looking forward to it? Actually, I feel real good about it, and I'm looking forward to it. And you know why? It is because I feel like I finally tamed summer for me. Um, so it's in my mind, I had to get in it. It's not past, obviously, you know, I haven't even gotten real harvest for my summer garden yet, but I've got right. my summer garden planted. And so now I feel like my mind can move on to the next thing. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. I have, um, my biggest challenge is probably going to be fighting the, where do I put it? You know, um, cause I don't like to plant in between things. We've talked about this in a couple of episodes. That's more your style. Um, but interplanting, well, interplanting normally is when you do, you're planting things all of this, generally all at the same time, but just based on different heights and all right. No, okay. no interplanting is what I do Okay, where you have something growing, but you plant something in it 
and you know in a free space that's going to be available mm-hmm. stuff like that okay. so um so yeah, yeah that's interplanting yeah so in that instance then um i've had to do that with some of my summer plants because i've been doing some um you know sowing some seeds that are near some transplants um, so I'm yeah. getting ready to, to get that going for the fall. And obviously things will be much more mature when that comes. But in my mind, I have a bit of a plan. Um, and I'm a little bit more kind of loosey goosey now. Like I've, I kind of got my garden, you know, you know, gears on and I'm not as, dare I say, anal coming into <laughs> kind of yeah. settling into summer and, and thinking about fall. It's kind of like, uh, by that time I'll have the the good garden buzz. I'll be getting food from the garden and you know, yeah. yeah. So I feel good about it. What about you? Yeah. You know, it's one of those things where I don't, I mean, I look forward to it because it's a different kind of crop to grow, mm-hmm. but I don't get like all like, I'm not all depressed about thinking about it and stuff like that. I feel like it's just kind of like the planning process mm-hmm. of a garden. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm like, all right, we got to hurry up and let these months go by. Like, that's not where it's at for me. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's, you know, I saw somebody and we had already talked about doing this, but they had posted on Instagram the other day. Is it too early yet mm-hmm. to think about it? And I think that her um, poll was like 75% of the people said, um, way too early Mm -hmm. and of course you know i was like no it's not too early yet you know because if you're going to be starting seeds and stuff Mm -hmm. now's the time to do it which is kind of what we're going to be talking about so yeah we should talk Um, about that we will talk about that Mm -hmm. (laughs) otherwise there's no point in thinking about it yeah you know like if you're just going to go buy transplants don't start them now whatever you do because you will have bolt city mm-hmm. things are getting so. hot we're actually so this ends up we'll be in july and by then zone six in chicago we should have true summer weather you know but yeah. june was it's it was pretty mild i mean days that were still in the 70s as a high you know it's hu- yeah. it's been humid you know across june but um, well, I see, and going back to the PSA, the humidity causes a big part of it too. Really? Okay. There is a there is a difference between humid hot mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and non humid mm-hmm. hot. There's a complete difference. Your body reacts so, differently hu- to it. Well, just the feel of it, uh-huh. and it, it sucks the water out of you. I mean, yeah, it just makes you yeah. sweat so much more. It's un- and it's hard to breathe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it can get hard to breathe if it's real thick. Yeah. So, like when I go out in the morning, you know, with the dew and everything, it's like. 92 percent humidity and it's like ugh, you know you feel like you're swimming in it it's funny when that first just real quick when that first um when the weather started to first transition like that i um i ended up like kind of all year long i'm looking at the weather all year long right and Mm -hmm. so um once it gets to kind of summer or summer is approaching it's about getting out and beating the rain or beating the heat, right? You know, you're, you're always, there's always a race against whatever the weather is going to be that's going to prevent you from doing what you need to do. And so um, I've been looking at the temperatures, you know, oh, it's 55 degrees in the spring. Oh, it's 60 degrees. And that determines what my garden outfit looks like, right? You know, what, what I put on to get outside. And so I got to the point where it's like, oh, it's 70 degrees. For me, 
that's actually pretty, that's a little bit cool, right? You know, so I'm like, oh, I can put on a short sleeve t-shirt or something, you know, and maybe even some long pants. And so then I walked outside and I'm like, oh, okay, that's a different kind of 70 degrees, right? You know, so when you fold in some of that humidity, it's different, right? You know, so I'm like, okay, that's a big difference. Now I can just dress based on feel versus like what the actual, you know, weather app says. So... Anyhow. Well, you know, it's like I always say, trying to take it back to the old school. People just walked outside and said, yep, it's a little chilly. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw a, swir- mm-hmm. a sweater mm-hmm. on today mm-hmm. and get out there and work. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, so anyways, on to the subject. Mm-hmm. What are you, what do you think are fall vegetables to plant? Oh, let's see. I'm going to say my um, vegetable arch nemesis. Anything that's a root vegetable. Well, a lot of things that are root vegetables. Um, so it could be right. for me, parsnips. No, <laughs> I won't do that. <laughs> uh, things like beets, um, which I plan on planting. I think Ugh. that, yeah, <laughs> I acquired Ugh. acquired taste. I think that you can. They're beautiful though. Yeah, they're a beautiful plant. Yeah, it's they really are. I've seen a lot of people. Them, yeah, yeah, they're really. But man, you just I can't. Have you ever had it. them roasted? Yeah. No, I, I take it back. There was, um, I do juicing mm-hmm. when, before I run races mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I have a juice that I make that's beets and orange. Yeah. That's still kind of tough. Um, yeah. It's well, if you put a little bit extra orange mm-hmm. in it, it's not bad, but I tested it out for like two months or something. And it was crazy how much better your fitness is mm-hmm. like how much better your body works mm-hmm. when you're doing something like running mm-hmm. or something uh because beets move oxygen to your blood way easier okay okay I didn't so know that. um yeah. yeah i'm a big fan of that yeah mm-hmm. but other than like i would never just like yeah, roast it's a beet definitely a strong flavor right um yeah. so um you can come back around with some leafy greens like spinach is mm-hmm. a fall veggie um i don't do you think carrots are fall or is that just a matter mm-hmm. of when they're harvested? Um, um, no, it's, I mean, you have to plant them a little bit early. So um, I like right now I did my last sowing of carrots like a month ago, mm-hmm, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe a couple weeks ago. I don't remember. And then we'll wait like a month or two and then we'll plant another one. But you can't do it like you can in the spring where you can kind of like ease it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You got to get them all in. Yeah. So yeah. that they're definitely because they actually in the cooler weather they're sweeter. So they say. Well, you know, I've I've so many people have said so and so many people that I've talked to and like people that grow for a living mm-hmm. have said so that I just I have to believe it. You know what well, I mean? This is like, the same thing about um collards, about kale, about how once that frost hits them that they get sweeter. And uh, carrots I definitely can them being sweeter resonates with me. But when it comes to those other veggies, like I just don't, I would never describe them as sweet. And so that's the reason why I'm kind of sarcastic. Like, yeah, yeah, they've said, you know. Yeah. Like sweet collards. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Yeah. Never had a sweet collard. There's no, there's no recipe. And I've had a few different recipes with collards in them and there's never a part of it that's designed to be sweet, you know, or any part of it. Now they might be, maybe they're more tender. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually a good way to, to look at it. Yeah. I would say, I would say I could go with that. I don't know if I would describe yeah. mine as more tender. Um, I was just thinking about whether or not I want to do a true experiment. We, like we said before, it's just really hard. I guess I would have to like make a batch of collards, 
like traditional Southern collars, maybe freeze them, then make another batch after the fry. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we're just going to go with what they say. (laughs) Right. Yeah, because I mean, basically anything you plant in the spring can be planted in the fall. It's just Mm -hmm, a little mm -hmm. bit more tricky getting them in. Yeah. I have to turn all of my ringtones off. Uh, I finally have everything charged, and now it's like, oh, everything's charged. So uh, yeah, I um I was actually going to ask that. Do you feel like anything that you could plant in the spring could be considered a fall vegetable? Because really, it's about the coolness of the temperatures that you're you're headed into, right? Yes, I think so. But like I said, I think it's a little bit more tricky. So it's um you know it's like when you plant a seed in the garden. In the spring, it's looking for that cool weather to grow Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it starts cool and it gets warmer. Mm -hmm. So it's like the natural progression. So I feel like what we do in the fall is kind of tricking nature a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because like lettuce, like if lettuce gets hot, it bolts Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in the story. Like it's just dunsky. So you got to kind of get it, you know, um, let me just... I'd say, let me jump in. I'd say that it's a little bit more tricky and a little bit more difficult. Um, and I've not really successfully had a spring or a fall garden. I'm just kind of applying my general garden experience and thoughts around this is while you're, you're not necessarily trying to beat the summer in your spring garden, right? You know, but in the fall garden, there are some things that like we've talked about that will be fine with a little bit of chill and frost but there are other things mm-hmm. that you're planting that are a little bit more tender um uh, that's not the word i wanted to use but a little bit more um uh, delicate maybe that that cold weather won't agree with you know so at that point for me at least it's the you want to get your veggies to a certain level of maturity and you know the ability to harvest before that cold cold weather comes in Right. So timing becomes more important, maybe, you think, for fall. Yes, Mm -hmm. timing is very important. So the way it works, um, I'm going to break it down like a fraction Mm -hmm. for you. Um, So so what happens is when, like, let's say you're growing tomatoes, right? I am. It gets to 40 degrees. Let's say that, yes. Let's say that. They don't do well in 40 degrees. Mm -hmm. You know, they're holding on. I mean, mean, they got their fingernails dug in, falling off the cliff. (laughs) Right. But then you go and then you have lettuce next to a 40 degrees. It's booming. Yeah. 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 It's, it's happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the, that's the trick. So you're not really tricking summer mm-hmm. to, and you know, to plant. You're just, you're, tr- you're kind of tricking the plant itself mm-hmm. by keeping it cool, giving it a head start, mm-hmm. and then getting it in the ground at the right time mm-hmm. so it can be mature enough. Because even though some of these crops like, the cold weather, they don't stay, they don't continue to, to grow yeah. on at the cold weather. Yep. So they'll still be good. They won't die and they will grow, but it'll be much slower. Yeah. So you've got to get them to a certain point before that cool weather comes. Yeah. It's almost like your live refrigerator to a degree, right? You know, you are, yeah. there's a part of what you're doing once it gets kind of right butting up against fall to maybe even winter once those temps are for me going below freezing even like you're almost storing vegetables because they're they're going to be dormant by that time right you know so most of them are yeah, yeah. uh so the the amount of growth is almost nil um now you go back to your tomato example so there's that whole can it survive or not 
right? You know, so that's kind of where you can cut off if it's a summer veggie or not. Um, And then for the fall, the part that I find challenging is the time to start, the conditions to start the veggie in, and then the condition that it's going to thrive in in the fall, right? You know. Did you hear that? Mm, Here we go. I think I heard it. Did you hear the segue? (laughs) That was a good one. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. I just stepped all over like the, you know. (laughs) That was a good one. That was a good one. I'll give it to you. Mm -hmm. No, and that is the trick. So first of all, I know if you listen to this podcast regularly, you're going to be like, damn, Ben, why you always bring this shit up? Mm-hmm. I'm the extension all, I service. Already, for, oh, no, no. This is one of my favorites. Go ahead. Bring that shit up. The, ex, <laughs> the extension service for your state is a beautiful resource and you pay for it. I'm pretty sure your taxes pay mm-hmm, for it. Mm-hmm. So take advantage of it because they will literally tell you every single mm-hmm. thing that you need to have a you know to start a successful garden and i mean that's literally their job yeah. they're master yeah. gardeners that are there to do mm-hmm. that and um once you find that it takes so much guesswork out so because you can look at the back of the seed packs but come on man mm-hmm. i you actually I- am pretty i've become a religious look at the back of the seed package person for sure yeah. i um I, I look at it too it's data that's there but at the same time you have to understand like f- like let's, we're talking about fall gardens for me in the fall, my, my weather can be, you know, it can yeah. go either way, but usually it's 85 degrees all the way until October 1st. Okay. And even, I mean, last year at Halloween, for instance, like it was, I think 82 degrees when we went trick or treating, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. So like that being said, like it was that, the that seed packet. It was the hottest doesn't know uh, that. Halloween for us too, but that was very abnormal. Right. You know, so we'll see, this is very normal mm-hmm, for us. Mm-hmm. So for me, my weather kind of goes, we talked about this a bit, maybe even offline where it, the weather, the heat creeps, you know, so coming out of May into June, we're kind of going up the slope. And then we get to that peak around July, August, where it's really, really, really warm. And then it starts to decline where September is still summer, clearly, right, for us. But that weather starts to become questionable. That weather looks more like May. It could be super hot or it could start to get cool. Now, generally, and I think for my notes, um, I've not seen like um, frost in the beginning of October. My last frost date is October 29th. But that goes back to the what kind of weather are you really going to have? Is it going to be hot enough to bring some of those summer vegetables to their last dance? You know, is it going to be too hot that's going to lead to some bolting of some of those fall vegetables that are coming in, namely like right. lettuces and <clears throat> such? So. Well, and some of the tender vegetables too, even though like, like I said, you know, my Halloween can be so warm, there will be nights, like mm-hmm. maybe not many, but a few nights that will, you know, get to 60s, yeah. 50, yeah. It's a good something note. like yeah. that. And then the problem is though, they're so tender. That's it. Mm-hmm. They're done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're not done, but they just, they start dropping flowers. Mm-hmm. And you know, once you drop flowers, I mean, what's the point? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's greenery. all she wrote. Yeah. Well, even if you think about like keeping an eye on things like, you know, a big rain comes in and then you get a cold night, you know? And yeah. so you have to be careful around that, mostly around leafy green. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I think that um, I'm going to look forward to gaining some more experience with gardening, like kind of being back at the beginning of managing a garden 
in your Septembers and your Octobers, you know, because mm-hmm. at that point I'm in full, you know, I'm really getting the thrust, if you will, of my harvest for my summer garden then. Um, right. So it's going to take some some additional attention to make sure I'm paying attention to what's going to be now the baby veggies, you know, so. Yeah. So, I mean, and the one way to do is, and the reason why this episode is coming out now, it's not because we're like, screw summer, we're done with it. I don't want anymore. It's because now is really, you know, depending on where you are, mm-hmm. you're getting into the time where you should start your seeds in, indoors. Mm-hmm. And you're, I know people are like, oh my gosh, I got to start seeds indoors again. Yeah. Are you kidding me? But I mean, it's really, if you want to be successful in your backyard garden, that's the best way to, or front yard garden mm-hmm, if you're Batavia, mm-hmm. but we won't talk about that in public. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's really the best way to do mm-hmm. it because you get a head start. And like, let's say that this is your first year gardening, right? And you had a, maybe you got a little late start and you got your spring garden Mm -hmm. in, but now you know how those things grow. So you get another shot at growing Mm -hmm. them again. And that's the beautiful part of it. I mean, you get a whole nother chance to try these certain vegetables out. Yeah. And apply the lessons learned from the spring, you know, or if you Mm -hmm. miss the spring garden, um, here it is an opportunity to grow a different kind of veggie than what you have in your summer garden mm-hmm. so that's i mean my eyes kind of brighten up when you kind of describe it that way that's what i'm really looking forward to so yeah yeah i mean you get it i mean you know it's it's funny like as i look around and i read stuff i i, I truly think people love growing their tomatoes and peppers squash and all that stuff but when it comes down to it i really think people enjoy growing their spring vegetables more mm. And I think that you get, and I think one of the reasons is, and it's just an observation that I've had. I have no clue, but a lot of people I talk to, they really enjoy the lettuces and broccolis and cauliflowers, but there's so much more variety that you can grow in the spring. It's pretty interesting if you think about it. Like you can grow different kinds of tomatoes, but you don't, you know, you got lettuce, collards, kale, um, Broccoli, cauliflower, radish, spinach, you know, bok choy. You got all these different things that you can grow in the fall. And then once your fall garden's done, then you can even plant something in the winter Mm -hmm, to grow. mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. For overwintering, perhaps. Um, My favorite. Garlic? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, So I think that what I've seen people say about spring gardens is the conditions are just more comfortable to garden in you know um just physically right so generally you won't have an opportunity to get dehydrated you know in the spring in your spring garden right but in the spring there are um not so many pests Right. They haven't come out of hibernation compared to the middle of summer. Now, I do wonder if I have to put my thinking cap on when you're looking at the fall, though, you know, um, some bugs obviously and pests have migrated. But are you still dealing with kind of the pests from the summer that are still kind of, you know, jumping on your fall veggies? I don't know. What do you think? I am. Yeah, I am. Well, see, and I mean, again, my weather... It's it's literally like it goes to a cliff. Mm-hmm, it goes mm-hmm. all the way hot, hot, yeah. hot, 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 boom. Yeah. And then it'll kind of level off and do it again, you know. 
I mean, straight up, I know this isn't a good analogy, but like my weather around here is like straight up coronavirus numbers. It just goes up, mm-hmm. up, 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 mm-hmm. steep. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, but no, I think that it does, you know, you do, but see, I get a whole new pest in the fall and winter. Oh, okay. What's that? I get deer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Cause they're not really having a lot to eat Mm -hmm, around. mm -hmm. So they start, and I've noticed last year they really were more active the later Mm -hmm, in the summer mm -hmm. and the fall, but you know, cause as of right, never mind. Mm, Not even gonna say it. Yeah. So, um, I've actually wondered that with you guys being so close to the woods. All right. Let me take, um, a direct transition. Um, why are you going to start seeds indoors versus direct sowing seeds in your garden for fall? Okay. Do you not know this or are you just playing the game? Uh, no, I don't know this. Okay. So for me, it's so hot, right? So if I direct sow into my garden and there's some things you can direct sow, but the reason why I'm starting seeds is because I can get a head start so I can do one seeding. I can put my transplants out mm-hmm. and then I can do a succession seeding afterwards, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but also because of the heat. So you want to make sure, cause I mean, you know, you can plant lettuce right now and it will grow, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's just going to go straight up. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's not going to do anything. So you kind of want to be, get a head start on So it. you're controlling and the then, temperature, so to speak in that instance. Well, if it's lettuce, in your house, yeah. it's comfortable, yeah. you know, it's a comfortable. Mm-hmm. So like in my, in my house in the summertime, it's warmer than in the wintertime inside. So mm-hmm. I'll probably have much higher germination mm-hmm, rates. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a good note. Inside, yeah. much faster, yeah. you know, because I'm a cheap bastard. I turn my heat way down in the wintertime. I told my wife, I was like, you can either have blankets <laughs> or you can have no blankets. And she was like, I like blankets. And I was like, there you go. <laughs> so she's just got this like, she loves blankets. Mm-hmm. Sorry, baby. If you're listening to this, I still love you. But, uh. <laughs> we have to make hard choices in life, right? Um, you do. You do. So it is it anything to do with space? Not having space in the garden, letting other veggies finish out? Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, like right now, I'm in the middle of my summer season. You know, things are still growing. Mm-hmm. I'm still harvesting every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there's not a lot of space, but... I don't want to pile stuff in. And the other problem too is in the summertime, it's so hot and it's, it's like this all over the country. I mean, it's except for Maine probably. And all you guys in Maine, I love you. You guys are awesome, but um, it gets kind of cool up there, mm-hmm. but um, you can't keep this, the ground moist enough oh. for the seeds to germinate. It's really, I mean, you can, but, you know, if you're trying to intermix with all your summer, you can kind of mess things up a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, can introduce other diseases yeah, and stuff yeah, like that mm-hmm. by keeping it moist like mm-hmm. that. So it's just easier to do it that way. Mm-hmm. And it's just always. And then once again, you get another, you know, shot at starting seeds inside. So then because really the big push is and for me is the spring getting stuff out in the spring. Like if I don't get a fall garden, my heart's not going to be like broken. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like if my spring garden, I would probably cry myself to sleep if like everything just kind of failed. You know what I yeah, mean? Like yeah. all that work you did all winter. Yeah. So I don't know. I know you would. Yeah. Well, I um. Yeah, of course, I'd cry. Kale. Oh yeah, collards, Kale. collards, cabbage. Yeah. Um. Uh, so I. <laughs> I don't, I think I'm going to stand on, I'm going to direct sow as much as I can. 
I um I loved my grow room this summer or this uh, winter I should say coming into spring, but I don't want to go back to it really until like you know, end of this year next year, right? Like right. I love um I love being outside. You know I love being out in the garden. Um I am you know as of this recording I'm at the point where I'm like looking at my list two or three times like what what other projects do I have? And it's like, well, you really don't have any more projects. You've put those, you know, rocks on the side of the fence. You're done. Like just enjoy it. Right. And so I'm going out as early as possible so I can just be in the garden. So I just, I'm hoping not to have to man a second space, you know, a grow room. I I will think about it when it comes to some lettuces. Um, Truth moment. I did start lettuce in June the air quote heat tolerant variety. And we'll see, you know, this, I mean, the seeds are just so reasonably priced, drop a few seeds. If I get a couple of, you know, servings of lettuce off of it before it bolts, then it is what it is. I did have that experience yeah. a bit last year, um, not using heat tolerant varieties, but anywho, I may start some lettuce indoors. I may, um, but the rest of this stuff, like, yeah. I mean, I don't want to go from 14 beds to down a flight of stairs to making sure my lights are turned on. Um, and I- Well, you got to think, too. There's a difference in the wintertime because you're hyper focused on that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you probably, if I had to guess, spent a little too much time down there knowing you. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Looking around like, yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Well, yeah, because so, I, I dive into the thing. Right. And so the thing now is right. the, the outside gardens and it's I feel like it's almost dividing my attention. But again, this comes from a place of no experience with a fall garden. Um, so right. this is really me perhaps not even doing what's best, but just kind of doing what I want to do. And I, we know that some things I direct. So I was about to start pounding some things that I direct. So <laughs> <laughs> will be, you know, you feel yourself. I feel myself, but boy, a blood bubbling, um, will be fine, you know, but this comes also from a place from you where I know your tagline might as well be, you know, the most productive garden you can make. Um, so, so Yeah. Listen to that is a pretty good tagline, isn't it? Is. It is. Listen to Ben, guys and gals. <laughs> yeah, listen to Ben because he knows everything. Well, no, Not I, quite, well, I guess what I'm setting I'm gonna, you up for is don't don't listen to don't do what I'm going to do. Listen to Ben. Yeah. <laughs> I may or may not, you know. <laughs> well, let me tell you how my procre- my progression my progression has been in the um, fall garden. Oh yeah, space. I'm interested in this. Yeah, so. <clears throat> You know, you you guys have to remember. I believe I was in zone five mm-hmm. for a while, so that's like cool weather vegetable heaven, mm-hmm. right? And I fought it for a long time, and then finally one year I picked up a couple transplants and I stuck them in the ground and bada bing, bada boom. But see, now you have to remember too is when you're from somewhere like I'm from North Carolina. I was just living up there for a period of time. Mm-hmm. My body for the I think I lived up there for 11 years maybe 10 years yeah no 8 years 10 years I my body was always used to the weather I grew up in so like February and February here we had we start having 70 80 degree days sometimes but up there I mean it was you know below zero so 
I always was fighting that. So mentally, I could never catch on to the timing mm-hmm. to put it in. And this was a time when, you know, the internet, it was still, it was real big, but <laughs> there like, wasn't this was as much inform- internet. Is this what you know? <laughs> no, 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 no. But there wasn't as much information sure, out sure. there. You know, a lot of the websites that we're using now, they're being added to in the past five years mm-hmm. pretty readily. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this was kind of before that a little bit. And I mean, I could have found stuff if I had put more effort. Anyway, so then I came here and, you know, this is my third year with this garden and it was like, I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. And I put a couple more transplants in and I was a little bit more successful. And then last year I put even more in and I put in like a, a bunch of broccoli in. And a bunch of cabbage and all winter it didn't do anything, but it never died, Mm, ever mm, died. mm. It just sat there. And then what do you know? It started to get warm again and it started to grow. And then I started harvesting it and I was like, okay, you know what I mean? So it's been like a slow, gradual process. So now I have it in my head that, you know, and our winters down here, like even when I was a kid, it can either be really cold Mm -hmm. within reason, you know. Like, I mean, I, we, it seems like when I was a kid, we used to get ice storms all the time. Mm, okay. And now we don't get anything. Yeah, but tropical storms but it can, are a thing. Oh, yeah. Well, well mm-hmm. yeah. Hurricanes are every year, tropical storms. But in the wintertime, we get like ice storms, maybe a little bit of snow. But now, like, you don't really get that. Mm-hmm. So it's like every couple of years, it's like really cold and then it's really warm for a mm-hmm. couple of years, it seems like. So that being said, I have this sneaking suspicion that I can grow stuff and it, it might not grow as heavily in January mm-hmm. but it won't totally die back. Yeah, yeah. Some stuff won't. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like I'm growing parsnips now. How are they coming? And I can just they're coming. Okay. I saw you sow they're those very seeds. Slow. So I'm curious about that. Yeah, they're starting to come up now and um I know that you have to start cuz they take a long mm-hmm. time to grow. Well, I'm sorry. So that being just one moment. One would say it could take yeah. 100 105 days minimally yeah that's it and those are the same ones that you mm-hmm. sent me so 105 days that's a long mm-hmm. time to grow a parsnip mm-hmm. yeah. yeah you know what i mean so and actually i should probably start another batch yeah. now because i really want to have a lot of them but that's just kind of how it's progressed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then this year like i tried to start seeds outside one year um in seed pots not in the garden okay and it was a massive failure. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it was just the watering of it was too mm-hmm, much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So this year it's starting. In, and I know I can start seeds indoors. So the big hurdle for me is going to be getting it out and keeping it protected in the heat. And that's where that interplanting method is going to come mm-hmm, in. Mm-hmm. Where, because you, as you, we've stated before, lettuce can grow in a lower light level. Yeah, yeah. Lower exposure to light. So I can plant it right under some of that stuff. Mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. I um we'll I was just thinking about this because I have, you know, in June had some experience. So the and it's a blessing if this is the only issue I'll have with pests. Um, the roly polies have just been dancing all over my garden, and you know every time you think you face an obstacle, you try to figure out like you're dissecting it. No pun intended for the roly polies. Um, and I'm wondering if. Just by default, remember, I've only been using wood chips for mulch for a couple of garden seasons. So I'm wondering if 
me like going full in adding all these wood chips, right? It's created this habitat for them. Um, where last year, maybe the year before, I just didn't get the wood chips, wood chips in time and my garden was more mature. Um, so I <clears throat> say that to say I was looking back at the um, some beans that um, like bush beans that I started <clears throat> in June mm-hmm. and I'm just watching them get literally eaten up, you know, germinate, munch, munch, munch away. And so I ended up moving out the wood chips you know, brushing them aside. And then, which is funny because that was actually a lesson learned when it came to mulching. Just maybe, you know, intuitively, I would plant seeds on bare soil, let things germinate. Once things germinate, I would then add mulch in. I think then Mm -hmm. I was doing it because I wanted to make sure I could see the seeds germinate but it worked out in my mm-hmm. favor. So now I'm basically digging holes to, you know, drop seeds and in the middle of this, these wood chips. So anyway, I bring that up to say, um, you start to think about how mature a plant is that you're going to put into your fall garden. So having a mm-hmm. transplant, whether you buy it from the store or you pull it from under your grow lights, chances are that plant's going to be a level of mature, right? It's going it's a seedling still. You're transplanting it from wherever that space is to your garden, but it has a better chance at fighting off whatever it is that's, you know, whatever garden pest that's going to be in your garden area versus dropping a seed and then that seed germinating and growing up. Um, so I'm getting closer to perhaps thinking about germinating more indoors. But still people do it. So are Listen you, to Ben. Are you sh- Don't do what I do. <laughs> Well, no, I was just saying, are you sure that it's the roly-polies eating your um, green beans? Oh, absolutely positive. I'm literally in my garden walk watching them because <laughs> like, they, they normally do this overnight, right? You know, so right. I'm I'm a early, so I'm like 530 in the morning looking at like, oh, early breakfast, huh? So, yeah, I'm positive it's the roly-polies. Well, so I have the wood chips, too. And I have an abnormal amount of roly polies mm-hmm. in there and I have no real damage from them. Mm-hmm. I did have something come through and nibble at my bush beans a couple times. Um, I don't think it was a roly polies. Mm-hmm. And I guess pill bugs is the correct word. Yeah. Does that oh, sound right? Another, yeah. AKA pill bugs. Yeah. There's like two other yeah, versions AKA. of it. Yeah. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. There, No. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. There is no such thing as a pill bug. It's a damn roly-poly. <laughs> They're like two when other names kid, for it, too. Yeah. Because what do they do? Touch it and they... <laughs> and they roly-poly. I mean, what did you do when you were a kid? That's like every kid's favorite bug. Yeah. So, But I said um, that to say anyways. the reason why, because I, I did some research on it because I was like, well, damn, because I've seen them over the years in my garden not had trouble with it. Yeah, I've seen them last year eat at some of the kind of damp, uh, strawberries that were kind of buried and that's you know it is what it is um but when i was reading on it it is the damp conditions of the wood chips um so think about when you're watering and that those wood chips are in part that's what they're supposed to do right you know um retain they're moisture helping it decompose yeah that too right um but also it's they target younger plants so i have half a dozen other beds that have wood chips in them and I'm sure there are roly polies that could go to those, but the plants are a little bit more mature, right? You know, so my tomato plants are knee high now, you know, my pepper plants are, they're big girls and boys. So the only trouble I've seen with these roly polies are literally a, um, 
bean seed germinating and it eating the leaves. I saw it a little bit with, um, I can't say for sure if this is roly polies. I saw it a little bit with some of my melon plants that I direct sowed. I just saw that they Mm -hmm. were eating up. I can't say for sure it was roly polies, but I saw it in, you know, action with my cucumber plants too. And they were a little bit young and a little bit sickly too when I, I transplanted them. But anywho, I bring it up because I start to think about, you know, direct sowing in the midst of summer is when you're going to be basically direct sowing your fall garden if you direct sow. And, you know, now you potentially, potentially are combating kind of bugs and insects um, that aren't beneficial in the garden. So that's, I guess that's an argument for some things may be better off if you start indoors. It's a long way around. (laughs) So I'm going to come back at you with something though. You know, I planted the... um, I think it was the winter squash I put down. And when you plant in your garden, do you take and you clear out a little ring around where you're going to put the seed and put it in the soil? Mm -hmm. So I did the same thing. And I promise you not six inches from it. There was like 30 roly polies. And I was like, okay, this is what we call an infestation. Mm -hmm. This is, and I was thinking to myself, this is really odd. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of figured out, okay, well, it's decomposing matter. They're helping it decompose because I don't really like using the wood chips as much. It's kind of a pain in the ass. So I was like, I'm not going to mess with them. I haven't had any issues. Hmm. No issues at all. Were, so I don't, I don't it know. It was winter squash again? You said it winter, was winter squash? squash and zucchini. But that being said, I did have something. The only thing I had issued direct sowing was my, um, my beans mm-hmm. and specifically my bush beans and whatever it was, I was like, you just came across mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. just kind of yeah. munched on them. But I don't know, man. I'm. You're, are you I've, thinking I've it's another bug? Th- Some other insect? Mm-hmm. Okay. I do. Okay. I do. Cause I've read and you know, a lot of people, it's like 70, 30, like 70% of the people say roly polies aren't an mm-hmm, issue. Mm-hmm. And then 30% of the people say roly polies are an issue if they're really bad, like a whole lot mm-hmm, of them. Mm-hmm. But then I haven't seen like, well, what's the problem? Yeah. Like, what are they doing? Like, nobody has really come out and said like, well, they do this, yeah. you know? And I think the big thing is, is once you, ha- it's like everything, you have to keep them happy with what they're eating. Mm-hmm. So like. If they're eating that wood, make sure that that wood's in there for this year. Yeah, well, you know what? You know Let what me I say mean? this. I, I mean, I feel good about it being the roly-poly. So I didn't have a magnifying Do glass, you? and I didn't, like, see the roly-poly <sighs> chewing my bush bean or my cucumber leaves. But I came out, saw bites literally taken out of them. Uh, I have a picture on, uh, it's a short video, like 15 seconds on Instagram, where I'm showing, like, a... a plant that's been eaten um now to your point it could have been roly polies are coming around and it's the after party you know and like something else overnight yeah. ate it it could be that and there's no way for me to know for sure what i do know is i've come out a few mornings three or four mornings and i've seen the damage and i've seen three or four roly polies on the plant itself and around the plant um so it's a full-on party and that's the reason why i'm accusing them of this crime. <laughs> so that's that's a tragedy. Yeah, yeah. It's a tragedy. Yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 still I'm not sold on it and I've never had this issue before. I've had a lot of issues in my garden, but I've never had 
as many roly polies mm-hmm. as I've had yeah. as I have, and I I still haven't found much. So we'll see. Yeah. But you know, and that's something to think about too for your fall planting is when you're should you direct sow that in there? Like I feel like it would be better to have a more healthy, hardy plant to put in that mm-hmm. spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is the so. reason why I bring up, you know, in some instances, there are going to be some things that I, I have some uh, dragon tail radish beans. It's like um, a long skinny bean. And I'm calling this my fall garden, whether I should or shouldn't, because the next time I can harvest it is, uh, this is what it looks like, is August. Okay. It's purple. I know you love that. August is September. Right. 50 days to harvest. I'm going to be harvesting like right when fall comes. Um, And this is a bean. And so I don't want to start this indoors, you know, so they don't give you many seeds in this package. That's another story. Um, That'd be something that would be something that I definitely harvest or excuse me, direct. So compared to any number of the lettuces that I have here. Um, Well, see, and you're, you're talking about two different things now, though. Okay, what two different things am I talking about? Beans are meant to be sowed outside. Yeah, that's my point. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. So some things just shouldn't be sowed outside. Yeah, so finishing my and finishing was, my uh, sentence Oh yeah. <laughs> versus any number Uh-oh. of uh, lettuces that I have. I'm looking into my package of um, my fall seeds. Any number of lettuces that I have here, I know I can start those indoors. Um, yeah. Now, spinach, let me ask you. I'm trying to think if I've ever seen people start spinach inside. What do you do? I would. I just want to just dump a whole bunch of seeds out and just let it go. I start them inside. Do you? And then when I plant them, the same day I plant them, I plant some in between them. Mm-hmm. In between them. And then you just can continue planting yeah. them. But you know, man, let me <clears throat> let me talk about spinach oh, for a second. Go. Why do I not see no. these landmines? <laughs> like, where's you the lay tight, them out. tight rope that I'm walking on? Yeah. Well, if you cook spinach, how much do you use to cook? Um, I don't normally cook spinach because of where you're headed. Um, you yeah. probably need easily, like if you look at it in the stores, a bag of spinach. So that's like a for six, one meal, yeah, a sixteen for me, right? You know, basically for like yeah. a person, a sixteen ounce bag or something. Um, so it it kind of makes me upset because I really like cooked spinach. Uh-huh. Yeah, and we use spinach in a lot of things. Like I would say. Literally almost 60% of our meals, we eat spinach mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at least because it's something that you can add a vegetable in, yeah. not overpowering yeah. flavor. And especially like my son, like I can sneak it in and I mean, he'll eat it anyways, but I sneak it in some other stuff just to get a little bit more in. Yeah. So it's like, you got to plant a lot of spinach. Well, I actually have some thoughts around that. It kind of angers me too, you know, and this is even outside of our individual gardens. It's, for me, like I, I'll have you know spinach when I'm out at a restaurant or something cooked, because it's just the dollar amount you need to pay for to buy spinach in a store to come home and cook it. It just doesn't, you know. So I normally you're setting up a minefield. Yeah, I know, woman. I know. So I normally um, will eat it, you know, kind of raw. If I have like a full meal and I'm like like a soup or something, I'll you know throw a couple of handfuls in. I'll use it for uh, smoothies, never for juicing, but for smoothies. So. Um, I think generally it's a super duper easy thing to grow, uh, but you're right. Like in my mind, my plan, I'm trying to figure it out and we could talk about it here because it's fall gardening. I'm trying to figure out how to not accidentally, but intentionally overwinter 
spinach again. I loved having it in the spring. Um, and I don't want to hear planted in the spring. <laughs> Cover it. Yeah. So, but the places I want to plant it, what I'm envisioning is the two uh, long beds in the front yard. They're 10 feet by like three feet. I, well, hold on, hold on. I don't want to go down the winter road yet. <laughs> Okay. Because that makes me sad. Okay. All right. Let's pretend. Well, yeah, I can't pretend that. All right. No, we'll do that in a couple episodes yeah. though, because that does need to be. I think that that does need to be talked about. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I remember I told you I have a plan for mm-hmm. you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, you yeah, need yeah, to execute. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. So another question yeah. then, when it comes to fall, um, do you do anything intentional when it comes to your planting fall veggies by certain? summer veggies no um, not really in the past but that's probably going to change this year Mm -hmm. because and it depends on when they go in and the status of the plant so usually like last year my eggplants i literally left eggplants in the ground and it was like three eggplants i was waiting to harp and harp um ripen for i would say three weeks Mm -hmm. and usually it's like every two days You know what I mean? I was just like holding on by a thread. And so this year, like, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, you know, it's got to go. Um, so that being said, I think that will help fix a lot of that. But um, there's probably going to be some things that might be companion plantings, might not be companion plantings um, that might be combative that when I go and I like I've got the whole plan laid out but I need to go through and look at what's in the ground now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then kind of see like if it's some kind of like soil borne disease that they could be susceptible to, but then I wouldn't want to put it in the same one because that plant's been yeah. there. But if it's some kind of like insect and I know that it's going to be out soon, like I'm not really overly worried mm-hmm, about it mm-hmm. as much. Yeah. So there might be a couple things and I'm not going to put too much effort into that to be yeah. honest. Because most things are going to come out as soon as they go in. So it's mostly the soil-borne diseases because, man, those things are tough. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, once it catches you. Um, So I am, when I do my garden morning walks, especially this week, when I've had less garden chores to do. Because, I mean, I've been working hours in the morning before my real work, my, you know, real job that pays for all of these seats. Um, and I've been like busy right up until like, you know, it's starting time. Right. Um, yeah. and now I have a bit more room in the mornings, which is, it's a, it, there, there are a couple of feelings I have about it, but we'll go through our garden therapy in our next garden update. Um, but what it made, it gave me a chance to think about when we were talking about, um, being productive in the garden and specifically making choices about vegetables once they've kind of passed their peak for producing. Mm -hmm. Um, And so at this point I have so many more tomato plants than I've ever had in in my garden at the same time. And I don't want to be presumptuous. My hope is that they will all stay healthy, that they'll all produce. If that's the case, it does give me an opportunity to make some decisions later in the fall to clear room for some of the veggies that I want to plant for a for fall sure. garden. Um, so I said that to say like, this is, this is like the babyest step. This is like a pinky toe step towards that kind right. of different thinking for gardening for me. Um, and I am like leaning backwards and then leaning my pinky toe forward 
getting there because it's it's a it's a complete change when it comes to the way I approach things in the garden. But I can absolutely see the benefit from it because what I've been thinking about and I did this last year, it was kind of like, well, do you leave a space open? It's pouring down, raining here. Like, yeah. <laughs> just so you know, um, do you leave a space open for all of these fall plantings? And in part, there are a couple of spaces, a couple of pockets where I know I can like plant some veggies for the fall. But there are also some spaces where I'm just like, OK, I can imagine myself getting X months of harvest out of this. By August, this thing is going to be riddled with aphids. Right. You know, pull the plant girl. You know what I'm saying? So, um so, yeah, I mean, I have some thoughts in mind when it comes to how to make the most out of the space and also get a whole other season of vegetables out of this, which I'm excited about. Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, you're going to have so many tomatoes, you're going to be like, ugh. You might not even grow tomatoes next year. Don't say it. That's but, a swear word. <clears throat> the nastiest, nastiest a, of swear words. It, it is. It is. I should put soap in my mouth <laughs> right now. But no, you will have space to clear out and you you won't feel as bad. And I think, and that kind of leads me back to where I said like spring gardens can be a lot more fun because think about mm. all the tomato plants you planted. What else would you have put in those spots? Yeah, yeah. That's you a know lot what of I mean? space like, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of space. So you, you, if you think about it, it's like, you know, I guess what you could really do is, and I mean, I'm, I'm old school, man. You know how I am. I'm old school. I don't I don't grow that crazy ass shit. I like my vegetables that I know how they're going to be. I like them. I'm going to eat them and I'm good. You know what I mean? Uh, that being said, I might grow, you know, because I like to look at different things, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was looking in my garden this year and I was like, man, there's a lot of things in here that are just kind of the same. So maybe next year I'll kind of spice it up yeah. a little bit. Maybe. Yeah. Um Again, don't take my word for it. Don't even write it down in your book because it probably won't happen. You know that I listen to this episode as I do each episode. And I do make notes. And you're going to send me this. Yeah. Okay. You're going to send me this. I know what you're going to do. I do want to declare um, a, and you touched on this earlier, but you described it as your spring garden. And then you have a chance to grow those veggies again if you want. Some of those in the fall. Mm -hmm. Um, this also could be a, all of them. Yeah. If you want. Yeah. So this also can be a test of what you may want to grow in your next year's spring garden. Right. You know, for me, not you. And I already know you, you, you got your 12 veggies. That's it. That's all I'm talking to the audience. No, actually I do have something special. Oh, surprise, surprise. Could this be, yeah, surprise. Can I take credit for it? Absolutely. I'm rubbing off. I don't even know what it is. And I assume it's good and it's, it's because of me. Do you want me to say yes, what it please. is? I'm going to grow um, purple cauliflower. Get out of here. You know what? Wait, wait, stop. Nope. No. You want to know no, why? No. It, you want to know why? I, I do want to know why, but I want to acknowledge that I should absolutely be shocked and anyone listening should be shocked. And don't try to take that shock away from us. <laughs> Who are you? I yeah. <laughs> There's an alien inside oh of my, my body. Goodness. No, because it um apparently it holds its color when it's cooked. Oh. Apparently. Okay. Apparently. Okay. So, and I actually don't like cauliflower either that much, but there is it's, one it is thing a double that I whammy. like with it. Yeah. 
It is a double wing, but there are like one or two things that I like with it and they're not healthy at all, <laughs> but that's, <I'll, laughs> so we're going to, um, yeah, I'm going to do cauliflower. And plus the other thing too is like the way I have everything set up for the fall is like, I have a bunch of broccoli, mm-hmm. but there might be a time where you get tired of eating broccoli. Oh, that's actually a so, really good question. Are you starting broccoli indoors? Mm-hmm. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, yeah, that's definitely the thing. Let me write this down in my phone. I'm going to start indoors. Because I've tried to sow <laughs> broccoli two, this is the second year, um, and not so much. You like, want me to give you a you list? You want me to break it down for a fraction? Yeah. <laughs> like a fraction? Yes, please. So, um. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so if you buy a, if you buy a um, transplant at the store, mm-hmm. right? So you're asking me. Should I start them indoors or should I start them outdoors? Well, if you start them outdoors and they fail, what are you going to go do? I'm going to buy it in the store. And how are they started in the store? Indoors. So you're going to be buying the same thing that you could be doing at home. You know what I mean? Like, that's one way to think about it is like, you know, because some people be like, well, so go ahead. I get it. I think if we rewind, insert the rewind sound. I'm not. You're not going to catch me with that clip again. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Finally, episode forty-five. We get it. Um, so I get. I understand it. I am a big fan of. Um, as of year one, my first year of sewing season doors. I want to sew all of the things indoors. I was looking at my zinnias, yeah. and I was like. I literally was counting like, I think I could, maybe I could start like a hundred zinnias. You know, this is what happens when I don't have garden projects in the morning. I could oh, sow a hundred zinnias next year. And so I get it. All I'm saying is I, my mind and my body and my garden heart has transitioned to outside. And so yes. I don't want it to be yes. like I'm kicking and screaming, but it's going to be, it's going to be a hard transition back in my mind. Right. That's what this whole episode is mm. about that right oh, there oh okay no yeah exactly we, we, we you know again we don't talk That's about the whole thing that this is about we don't talk about the details of the episode but the concept really was like i know it's the middle of summer i know you don't really want to think about fall you don't want to feel like you've given up on summer but hey put some time and energy and effort into it and i'm planning on doing that but you're now asking and suggesting a thing that I don't want to do. Plainly put, I'm being hard headed, right? I see the value. But, but here's the, here's the deal, though. If you do the work now, you already want to beat the heat. So beat the heat a little bit, and then you can enjoy it outside even longer, longer. Mm-hmm. Boom. Is it time for the recipe of That's, the day? Like, where's the... <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys are listening... You know I have a point. So if you guys are listening to, you know, multiple episodes, we thank you. Um, and you may see a theme, like, obviously, you know, be in gardens with an iron fist, you know? <laughs> <laughs> No, it, I don't. It, it takes me a minute to come around, and I don't always come around. Um, no. But when I do, like putting my 88 peppers around my 99 tomato plants, um, I see the value in it. It's just, it's super important for gardening to be enjoyable for me. 
and yeah. I am um, I'm a bit should I say risk adverse like if I am interpreting this thing as I'm enjoying what we're doing now and now you're introducing something that in my mind I'm not ready to do like go back to the grow room there's pause here and it's like okay let's maybe step this thing out again back to our buddy Bill Murray yeah you know I'm gonna plant a bunch of seeds in my fall garden that like to be direct sowed and we'll get back to being in the grow room three or four times a year next year um yeah, I'll, I'm gonna start some stuff. Broccoli actually talked. Broccoli, broccoli <laughs> so wait, pushed wait, me wait, over. Wait, all of went, that, yeah. You went through all of yeah. that speech right Absolutely. there. That was an award-winning Absolutely, speech, man. Absolutely. And then you just totally like wipe it all out with one quick statement and try to gloss I over the, it. I started the speech knowing, but I was just trying. I didn't want to appear wishy-washy, I guess. So I wanted to give you this whole diatribe as to why this is difficult for me and why I spent 35 minutes saying, never! <laughs> well, you know, and for me too, it is difficult for me. It's not like I love it, but, and I'm with you. Like if I didn't like gardening, I would, I would roll the carpet up and yeah, be done. Yeah. You know, I don't do anything in my garden I don't want to do. If there's something I don't like, if there's a bug chewing on it and I don't feel like having at it, like, I just let the bug have it. You know what I mean? Like, if it's just too something, Roll the carpet you know what up I mean? And be done. It's like the funniest thing to me. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. Like, I would just be done. Uh-huh. So I agree with you. But, and I mean, that's the part that I enjoy about mm-hmm, it, though. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the thing about everybody's garden is that somebody enjoy everybody enjoys something different about their garden yeah Yeah. you know i enjoy the changes Mm -hmm, and stuff mm -hmm. like that so i mean and we haven't even begun to talk about what my plans are for next spring if everything goes according to plan it's going to be monumental and we're gonna have to change the name of the podcast well that's the thing that's the reason That um, it took you a minute to, to register. That, that may one. have been that moment of when you're like listening to speak and not listening to listen. So I apologize <laughs> for that. And so my brain said, "No, go back, go back, listen again to what he said." Um, <laughs> I got chill bumps when I really heard it. Um, but that's also a part of my pause, right? Because my mind is all into summer, and I'm super excited about what I've pulled off here, and I'm already thinking about kind of how to make improvements and what to do next year and what yeah. you're introducing here. And we've talked about this, what you're introducing here is, Oh wait, you're not done with this leg of the race. You know, it's like they just canceled no. the, uh, the New York um, marathon um, in, in Illinois, in Illinois, in uh, the States. And you know, it's the, you're running this race now, or you have plans on it, but now you had a transition to say, how are you going to plan to run 2021s? race right and so in my mind i'm on when it comes to improvements and what to do differently i'm on 2021 it's 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 a it's a nudge it's a real shift for me to say okay lesson learned apply it in two months you know so yeah well think about it this way because i know that you've done one too you're done with the swim, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and now it's time to get your ass on the yeah, bike. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. And then I the survived fall garden the swim. Is the Say run. it that way. <laughs> you, you survived the swim, and then the fall garden is the run. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. your, that's your, you know, at the end of the triathlon, that's yeah. it. Yeah, you know what and this all comes down to. Re- 
It's What's it's that? the kale, cabbage, collard green fail, man. I don't want to go back to the it grow is. room. I don't want to go back. <laughs> Forget the other, you know, hundreds, really, of plants that so were successful. So wait a second. Think about it this way, though. If you have that issue, then go buy a damn transplant and stick it in the ground yeah. and then seed right next to it. Yeah. Yeah, I did. You know what yeah. I mean? Like baby steps. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you got to just, you know... Make plant love to it. You know what I'm saying? Take your time. <laughs> nurse it. So. <clears throat> because it's okay to have something that's difficult mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to grow. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like for me, um, of the seeds I started this year, well, like, okay, lavender, epic fail. Epic fail. My broccoli, failure. Yeah. Never had a successful broccoli indoors. Yeah. And that's another reason why I want to do it because I want to give it another shot and go for it because I thoroughly enjoy broccoli. Mm-hmm. It's kind of difficult to grow, turns out a little yeah, bit, you know, I've read that, I think yeah. from seed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of difficult to grow. Um, so I want to give it another shot. Okay. You know what I mean? But I can go ahead and tell you, I have a garden plant and damn it, that garden plant's coming to fruition if I have to go buy a broccoli transplant and putting it in. But I won't do that until I have yeah. to. Well, are you ready to tell us what you're adding to your fall garden? My vegetables? Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't give you numbers off the top of my head, but I can give you, um, we're going to do, um, leaf lettuces, cabbages, um, broccoli, cauliflower, garlic, which is not really, you know, that's kind of winter planting, um, bok choy, collards, a little bit of kale, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a lot of spinach, radishes, um, more carrots and... I'm, you like caught me off guard. I didn't have it pulled up. No, which, you're doing pretty. Why would yeah. I? How would I be a good podcast host if I was prepared for that question? <laughs> for the episodes you um, knew we were going to to be uh, yeah. recording. Oh, yeah. and snow. And I'm going in for snow peas oh, again. Okay, okay. And I'm planting um, sweet pea flowers in the fall, and I'm going to do a host of different flowers to kind of get them started. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think that's it. But these are like larger quantities because at this point too i don't have anything else to grow for the year yeah okay okay gotcha you know mm-hmm, what i mean mm-hmm. so like i'm not growing another summer mm-hmm, garden mm-hmm. so like every single space yeah. i can so tell me this well like if you're in go ahead no go ahead i was gonna say like if you're in texas and then the reason why i said go ahead is because i was like i don't really know if there is even like a fall garden there's like a probably a very small window yeah. And like zone nine and t- or in zone 10 or something that you could plant something like that, you know. But so, yeah, and even that's a good case because like they're not going to plant a full blown spring garden taking up everything because they're just going to have to wipe it all out. Summer garden, another summer so, garden, you mean? Summer yeah, garden, yeah. yeah, whatever. You know what I mean. If you, if you made it this far in the episode, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but um, yeah, so, you know, I'm going to use up everything. There's going to be a lot of garlic planted too. So if you have, um, flowers you're doing for fall um mm-hmm. let me know what those are we could talk about it you know off the air because i asters oh i don't have those seeds keep on going um nasturtiums okay um i have those violets and uh chrysanthemums of some sort maybe you're gonna start I'm not those sure. from seed yeah Okay. Yeah, not the mums that you get from the store uh-huh, uh-huh. that are all pretty yeah, and yeah, ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, not those, okay, okay, not those. Okay. 
but the same family. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, am I going to start those now? I don't think I will. Mm-hmm. So I'm basically narrowing it down to everything that grows really fast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Quick blooms, quick yeah, blooms. Yeah. So, and asters, I'm not going to start from seed until spring, but I'm probably going to pick up some plants when they come mm-hmm, in, mm-hmm. you know? Okay. So I'm, I feel like that sense? it does. I feel like I, I'm going to need to feed my need for more flowers. Because right now yeah, so, my garden is just green. There's really not a whole lot of vegetables that are being produced. But you know what is producing? Flowers are producing blooms. And those yeah. make me happy. So, Yeah, so basically what I was talking about for next spring, just a little teaser, if you will, is I want to, you know, we talked about landscaping and design <laughs> in my garden or in my yard. And I can't afford to buy everything to mm-hmm. fill the space. So I'm going to grow it all from seed and it's going to be a huge portion of it is going to start next yeah. year. Okay. So if I get a greenhouse, then that's it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm working on that. Um, there's a little bit of setup and space issues. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not quite sure how I want to fit in, but if that happens, there's going to be a lot of, cause I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous to try and start this stuff. You know, I can see buying a couple of plants, mm-hmm. but like, Man, it'd take me 50 years at the way they charge for that yeah, stuff to get it going. Yeah. And I just, I ain't got it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can buy $2 worth of seeds and have a whole garden. Yeah. It might only be one flower, <laughs> but that bitch would be filled. <clears throat> okay. Okay. So. So this episode, um, as we mentioned again, we don't talk about them. And I feel like this was a therapy episode, maybe. For who? For me, of course. Um, yeah, so I'm hoping that you all got a benefit out of it as well. The first half, we really dug into the what, the why, the how, and then the other half, I think it was the Batavia, do it, do it, do it, do it. (laughs) You've been teetering on it all year. Yeah, yeah. All year, you've been like on the fence. Well, you know what? All year, I started off with wanting the spring garden, and I just didn't pull that trigger fast enough. Kept on pushing it off, pushing it off. Then I just knew it's like, I'm going to pour it all into my summer garden. And I'm very proud of where I am now. And my hope is that, you know, things stay healthy and flourish. And it's like, all right. I mean, I'm just, it's it's the triathlon. It's exactly how you described it, you know. So yeah. I basically missed the swim. And I've DNF to swim before, you know. I'm like kicking butt on the bike. And now you're like, wait, you have to run, girl. I'm like, damn it. Fall garden is the run, you know. <laughs> yeah, I was ready to start I mean, it really working is. on my swim for next year, right? You know, so. Uh. But see, think about it though, because you didn't, you know, for whatever reason, you didn't do your spring garden. It's actually not a bad thing because if we do this now, then you know, in the fall, it's kind of like you're already in the mode, mm-hmm. so it's probably mm-hmm. going to be a little bit easier because it's really hard for people, and I mean, and when I say people, I mean myself. Yeah. To understand that like in these colder temperatures, there are plants that can grow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's people in Minnesota, Minnesota, whose gardens are farther along than Mm -hmm. mine in North Carolina. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah. Like Minnesota, like it's brick up there. You know what I'm saying? I got a buddy that lives up there and it's ice cold. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're farther along than I am. So, you know, and when I say that, like, I mean... In particular, some of the crops that they're growing now, but like they really hold on tight to their like spring mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and spring vegetables because they have such a better season yeah. for them. Now, the benefit you that I have I mean? is I've started. So I'm in the mode now. 
where it was a I'm actually doing garden things. Whereas yes. going back to the spring, coming from winter to spring, it was a lot of planning, a lot of on paper, a lot of, you know, phone notes, a lot of I could do this, that or the other, you know, but I wasn't outside in it. So that's where I'm at now outside in the garden is much more motivating to continue to go with yes. growing and planting and so on. So I agree with you 100 percent on that. 102%, as a matter of fact, I agree right. with you on it. Okay, good, good, good. So, I mean, it is important because you're already in the mood. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I, dude, it's hard in the wintertime after you've been cooped up for a couple months mm-hmm. to be like, yeah, I'm going to go outside in the cold <laughs> and start this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, that's difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. All right. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know. Is it too early to look for your fall garden, look forward to it, or start planning it at least? I don't think it is. I don't either. I think now is the time. Yeah. I think it is a little depressing to think about. Not for me. I mean, until you introduce it is. In, until you introduce uh, starting season doors. Other than that, I was like uber excited about it. But thanks for that. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> I guess that's my iron fist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was total sarcasm so. right then there, though. You know. Thanks for okay. completely raining on my excitement about a fall garden parade. Appreciate it, buddy. <laughs> so, you know what time it is? <gasps> it's time for Batavia to give you the recipe of the day. <laughs> it's the recipe of the summer. Give it to us. All right. It's your turn. So we are, Ben's just going to give us recipes for fruit all summer, and I'm not. Um, so I am going to go with eggplants. Uh, I think my last recipe. Oh. Yeah. My last recipe good one. was uh, something eggplant related. So I have my notes here. So forgive me if I look to my cue cards. Um, but this is going to be kind of a gooey, kind of roasted, kind of sort of marinated eggplant dish. Um, so we're going to do, and I'd say for like, as a side for three or four people, we're going to start with two eggplants. And I know if you're growing eggplants in your garden, you're going to have two eggplants, right? Um, we're going to cut them in like a quarter inch thick. So about that thick. Um that being a quarter inch, we're going to, and I always do this, be liberal with sprinkling salt on your eggplant. Um, it's going to be like maybe a tablespoon or two of salt, depending on your taste buds. Uh, but you know, that kind of veggie really soaks up salt. That's the reason why we're going to be liberal with it. Um, we're going to let that sliced and salted eggplant rest for about 20 minutes. Um, and then we're going to actually come back in and wipe off the moisture because the salt's going to bring out that moisture in the eggplant um, after about 20 minutes. All right. So we are going to actually, instead of baking it, we're going to grill it. Surprise Ooh. twist, right? You know, so you want to preheat your grill, whether it is charcoal or gas grill. Um, and I'm going to do another marinade. Um, I think we did this for uh, one of the previous recipes when we were grilling something else. Go back and find it. It's yummy. Uh, so we're going to take olive oil, garlic, parsley, oregano, salt and pepper. Um, and I'll leave the notes for you guys as far as how much of each. I do like three cloves of garlic, a couple of tablespoons of parsley if you have it fresh less if it's dry same idea for oregano 
couple of tablespoons of it, salt and pepper to taste. You're going to mix up this um, marinade. And what are we going to do? Slather it on those eggplants. <laughs> so you're basically going to coat the eggplant with the marinade you've created. Um, I think I did mention olive oil in that. Once you do that, we're going to put it on the grill. You're going to cook it for about four or five minutes per side. Don't throw your marinade away though. Because once you pull it off of the grill, guess what we're going to do again? What? Slather that marinade on there again. So this is that kind of dish where you do want to make it again closer to the time you're eating. Because that oil, again, is going to get sucked up into that um, that eggplant. Uh, so you still want it to be moist. And obviously it won't be dry, but you want it to be moist. And you don't want to have to add more marinade on because we've already done two rounds of it. Uh, but you can sprinkle it with, you know... For garnish, if you want, I know you love this, Ben, some parsley just to add a little bit of color because by then it's going to be like this deep purple and golden kind of color when it comes off the grill and you add that last coat of marinade. So yeah, grilled eggplant. That sounds good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I haven't made it yet because I haven't harvested any eggplants, um, but I am really, because I planted more eggplants than I probably should have. So I'm looking for different ways to use that particular veggie. You know, eggplant is... um. It sucks up, like you said, oil bad, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. real bad. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But I think it holds marinades fairly well, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the, the trick is, and this is the same thing with the zucchini, the trick is getting that moisture out of it to begin with, with that salt. Yeah. You know, and so that- Letting it sweat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's the term. Hey, you've been watching yeah. uh, Chopped, haven't you? <laughs> no. Not in a long time. I hate that show. Uh. <laughs> it's good. It's good. They just, um, they went down a road for a while where they were like busting out like heads and oh, all yeah, kinds yeah, of weird yeah. stuff. Yeah. Or wasn't the viewers pick the basket? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, come on, man. You're obviously at the end of your, uh, your rope. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, jellyfish and I think the last one I want, no, not jellyfish, jelly beans and goat tongue. It just Stop didn't it. do it. Okay, for me. let's yeah, we're wrapping up because right now. <laughs> <clears throat> so um yeah, yeah that's on my list. I'm doing it because I I actually really like grilled eggplant. Yeah. Okay. You can't be giving out eggplant recipes. I got a good okay. one. Okay. Well, I mean, there's room for more than one good eggplant recipe. Are you challenging me to give fruit recipes for the rest of the year? I'm not doing that because it seems the impossible task. But if you want to take it's that hard. on. I do want to say something about fruit mm. right now. Yo, your peaches are in, baby. Yo, your peaches are in. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I've ever had There's them before. One... You never had a Georgia peach? Oh, that's what you said, Georgia peach. I'm pretty sure I oh, have. Oh, so I went, I went to military school, and one of the, um, uh, the master sergeant there was from Georgia. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Master Sergeant... Bailey, where are you from? He like, I'm from Yoya. <laughs> and he would just, he would always talk about Yoya. And I was that's like, what, that's, that's what, what I heard. Is. That's what you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah, Yoya. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Georgia peaches are in, baby. Mm -hmm. It is my time to shine. Transitioning off of apples? Good gosh. <laughs> oh, I've been oh, no, done with apples for a minute. You're transitioning off of. Oranges yeah. and apples. Yeah. I've, trans I've been trying. Yeah. I just like, you know what? I won't eat fruit. <laughs> I'm done. But, um. No, I mean, do you, so 
You know, after this conversation, do you feel more comfortable about starting a fall garden? I do. I do. Especially the, um, cause I don't think if we, we, if we didn't have this conversation, I wouldn't have even thought to go back indoors. And again, while it may have been painful, you may have drugged me to that point. Um, uh, <laughs> I think for a couple of the things I want to grow, it makes most sense. So, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a hard thing to do, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, and I think it, you're right. People don't really see the benefit of that, but. Um, the more I look into it and stuff like that, the overwhelming suggestion mm-hmm. is bust out the seed yeah. table, go in the grow room, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, and make it happen. Another Captain. way for me to take advantage of the space so. I've, I've, I've invested time and money and energy into setting up. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, and plus, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, do you have anything else you want to add to this whole scenario that has unfolded before <laughs> these people's eyes today? No, you know, I appreciate you all listening. Um, if you guys are, are on the fence, you know, and this hasn't convinced you, hit Ben up because he has like so many other things in his arsenal that will twist your arm and make you do a, a fall garden. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, you know, I want, I want everybody to do something that they're comfortable Mm -hmm. with. And, um, you know, it's like, I have a guy that's, um, I talk to regularly. He's a listener of the podcast. Hey there. Um, yeah, his name is, um, Howie and I won't give his last name cause you know, but he sent me pictures of his first radish that he ever grew, his first vegetable he ever Mm -hmm. harvested. And it was, it, it was funny. He's like. It ain't shit, but it's mine. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you damn right. Oh, hold on. It gets better. Then he sends me a picture of what his um, wife or girlfriend, I don't know, made with it. And I was like, damn, you took that little ass radish (laughs) and incorporated it into this bowl of soup. And it looked like it came from like a five-star restaurant. I love that. I was like, you damn right. That's how you do it. That's how you start a garden. And that's how you eat your first thing you ever pick, damn it. That is it. That was the moment. And I was like, my man. Absolutely. He's got it going on. Here, here, Howie and uh, and girlfriend slash wife, either or and. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was so awesome to see. And he was so excited. Mm -hmm. He was like, it ain't shit, but it's Mm -hmm. mine. And I was like... You're damn right, yeah. you know, and it's funny too because it's a radish, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a radish. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's like almost the smallest of small he, vegetables that you you know you can get, right? Yeah, yeah, and not only, and you know, a lot of people think, and I'm one of those. Is most of the way you eat them is raw. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not only did he get the one radish, but then he cooked yeah, the damn yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, He's you changing go. the game, man. So, yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. So I love seeing that mm-hmm. stuff, but um. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you guys have any questions, you can hit us up on our usual spots or our new spot. Yeah, join Backyard us Backyard Gardens Pod on Instagram. Instagram, yeah. please so. follow, and we'll be looking forward to seeing you. And then over on YouTube, go ahead and hit that subscribe button because there are going to be moments that you're going to be listening to this podcast and you're going to say, I wonder what her face looked like when he said that. So you'll be able to find out if you go ahead and go over to YouTube. I just I just <laughs> want to tell everybody that this is not a comedy channel. <laughs> I promise you it's not, but she, and she's pretty tame since we turned the camera on. I'm going to go ahead and tell you that now. Because we've always had, wait, we've face. always had, we've always been able to see each other, but now obviously you can see yes. us. And um, I'm trying to be straight laced, man. It's getting harder and harder. Her eyes, her eyes don't cut as bad as they used to, 
but I can see it coming back each episode. <laughs> so you guys, you know, if you ever wonder, check it out. And, um, you know, and like I said, we'll break some of these yeah. down into different clips and mm. stuff like that. So, um, you know, in case you don't want to hear us randomly talk about something. But, um, yeah, so start your fall gardens. Just think about yeah. it. Just consider yeah. it. Um, you know. It, it could be. Hey, let's all support Batavia and her new venture this absolutely. year. Absolutely, it could be a couple of fall veggies, right? It doesn't have to be a full-on garden, right? So, no. Yeah. It's just like starting a regular mm-hmm, garden. Mm-hmm. You can just put one thing in a absolutely. pot, absolutely, and you got a fall there garden. It is. Boom! You put one lettuce seed in. You get a head of lettuce. <laughs> drop the mic. <laughs> That's gardening, bitch. <laughs> so um yeah you know if you guys have any questions hit us up um stay safe don't get dehydrated don't be like me drink your water be smart be safe don't wear your mask in your car because you ain't gonna get covid by yourself in your car and um other than that i'm good i'm just gonna say keep an eye on those roly polies oh i don't i'm not trusting them there's something bigger going on there that's what I got. Is it is it a conspiracy? Could quite could be. There could be literally someone dropping roly polies in my garden. Next episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get to the bottom of the roly poly situation. All right, everybody. Stay safe and we will talk to you guys later. See ya. I hope you enjoyed our conversation today. You can find us at Backyard Gardens the Movie on Facebook and Backyard Gardener on Instagram. And YouTube is Backyard Gardener, where I'm doing videos showing cooking and building gardens and gardening tips, all kinds of good stuff. And you can find Batavia at... You'll find me on Instagram at B underscore Better Garden. And then you'll find me on Facebook, same name. And then I'm also over on YouTube at Be Better Garden. I am sharing hashtag Garden Joy every chance I get. I hope you enjoy. So if you have any questions, hit us up on all of our platforms anywhere you want, and we will be more than happy to help you with what you can. And again, thanks for listening, and we will see you guys next time. Cut. Now you know why people feel like celebrating at harvest time. All over the world, people have feasting and good times when the crops have been gathered in.